Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. Guys, welcome back. Episode 22. Happy Friday to absolutely everyone out there. Congratulations on last week's result. We saw some great numbers come through, not only for the sales, for the auctions, but also some great results just around the grounds, Adrian, with numbers of buyers. And that means one thing. Spring is now here upon us. As sprung. As sprung, right? There's so much opportunity. So guys, keep working hard. We know the results are there. We know that everyone is doing uh, everything in their power. Now, Adrian, Part of that problem is there's more buyers. That means that more people are now considering selling. Mm. We had this question north of the border last week come in, and we thought we'd cover it off in episode number 22, yep. and that was around the listing presentation. Now, yes. there's so many variables, and you know, if I lined up 100 agents in this business, they would all say something different. Mm. But I really want to tap in to your experience, because not only did you have phenomenal, you still do have phenomenal success over 24 years, but you also did a number of listing appointments every single year, and you yep. kind of had a very straightforward approach to tackling those listing presentations. Now, we're yes. going to start right at the start, right? We've done yeah. the pre-listing questionnaire. We've sent out the documentation. Yep. You've now arrived at the property. Yes. My first question, and a question that commonly gets asked, is what do you do first, Adrian? Do you sit down and talk about what you're going to discuss, like an agenda, or do you do a tour of the property first? Look, what I like to do and what worked for me, Troy, was I would always try and avoid that. 30 seconds of awkwardness when you first walk in. So for me, I like to control the narrative. So I'd be like, Troy, this is a really important um, appointment and I really love your house so far, but do you mind if we just have a tour and you can show me around your beautiful home? Awesome. So it just avoids that, oh, should we sit down? Should we have a chat? So I'll do that. Now, a tour should only really take about six minutes. For me, it used to take about 36 minutes. Because like a guided missile, I'd be walking through the house and looking for touch points, i.e. a a football jersey or a school photo or whatever the case may be. And look, I haven't been into a single home where I haven't been able to make some form of connection. So often we'd be pausing in the kitchen, lounge room or bedroom and having a chat about skiing or school or football, whatever the case may be. And suddenly that person's talking about themselves and their family, nothing to do with McGrath, nothing to do with me. So that's terrific. Then we would sit down. And when you do sit down, you can literally say, okay, Troy, as part of this meeting, I like to create an agenda. And my agenda, and I literally wrote it down on the McGrath yellow pad, is process, timing, presentation, method of sale, valuation, and commission. Before we get started on process, is there anything you'd like to add to the agenda? No, that all sounds pretty much 
uh, as it should. I don't know. I've ne- this is the first time I've ever sold a property. Terrific. So that's literally what it would sound like. Right. Um, and then at that point, you build rapport. Yeah. Um, you're getting down to to a, a structured agenda. They've already received the information in advance, so they've got a copy of the agency agreement. Yep. They've got a copy of two marketing plans. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got all my rate my agent testimonials. Um, they've got recent comparable sales, right. and I've also had the questionnaire on the phone when I made the appointment rather than just saying see you three o'clock Friday it was like okay will both owners of the property be present at the appointment because what I'm doing is eliminating obvious obstacles because you can have a two hour crack a listing presentation but if both owners are not there to sign you're probably not going to get the listing okay then I'd also be like well how are you seeing many other agents well actually on Tuesday and Thursday we are great what about Friday morning because I also found another very difficult uh, objection to overcome was uh, when I'd asked the closing question, which was, is there any reason you cannot provide me instructions today so mm. we can get started selling for you tomorrow? And that client said, well, I've got three agents to see. I found that very difficult to overcome because <laughs> what do I say? Well, don't see don't them. Don't see them. Yeah. I'm the best. There you go. Right. So <laughs> that, that pre-listing questionnaire is really important. You know, Identify if both owners are going to be there. Yep. Try and be the last agent if you can. Um, also get a description of the property from them. Ask if they've ever sold before. Ask if they've thought about private treaty versus uh, versus auction because you want to get an appetite for that before you go. Because right. you don't want you don't want to go in guns a blazing on auction if they've just had a very bad experience. That doesn't mean you can't talk them around or or display the benefits at auction, but at least have some idea. And more, most importantly. Make that statement around, you know what, Troy, I'll be giving you my opinion of value and my recommendation of method of sale when I see you. Mm. However, what is your general price and have you thought about auction or or private treaty? So um, I found if I prefaced it that way around, I'll be providing you with my opinion of value, I always had about an 80% response rate of people saying, well, you know what, we're looking around 1.2, 1.3. Now, I don't ask that question so I can lazily regurgitate it at the the listing appointment, Mm. but if I've got a description of the home, um, and I can look up RP data and look at the land size. If, if they've given me an idea of price, well, guess what? When it does come to me arriving at the listing, I'm avoiding that drum roll effect, which we all know is you live or die by that price that you deliver. Yeah. Um, it's more around, okay, well, I've got an idea on price. I'm an area specialist. You should really know within 200000 what that house is worth before you even attend the appointment. Yeah, right, guys. That's a really important point. And Adrian, I'm going to emphasize it and amplify it for you. I'm going to be giving you my opinion on price and methodology. Out of interest, what is your opinion of price? Yes. And whether you prefer private treaty, private sale for our friends south of the border Mm. or auction. Yeah. Guys, that's a really important point that not many agents cover off, Adrian. I've started Mm. to see that. And we Mm. obviously went through a listing presentation process. We've uh, handpicked a number of about 145 agents over the past couple of months. Yeah. And that was a key question that we seem to overlook. Yes. But it's a key question that most vendors will get comfort in, or they'll give you the information. I've never really had an instance where you've discussed this and they haven't gone, oh yeah, no, we're looking at the one two to one three mark mm-hmm. and that's what we consider great value because we had a look at Smith Street around the corner. Yeah, Guys, so if you're not asking these questions, you're not gonna get the moment in time that you can have the conversation at the listing presentation, and it is about influence. Yeah. The other thing that I'm getting a sense of, and hopefully you guys are getting as well, uh, Adrian, it's all about body language. Yes. 30 seconds guided through, we take it for granted because we do this every single day of our real estate careers, is we go and do listing presentations, Mm -hmm. right? That's part and parcel of the process of listing and selling property. Mm 
most vendors don't get that opportunity. It may be the first time they've ever done it. Yes. It may be the third or second time, or it might be uh, an emotional state they're in. So you really need to be the guiding person uh, that takes them through the process and makes them feel at ease that they're making the right decision. Most people never want to make the wrong decision. I've never yeah. met anyone that wants to actively or proactively make the wrong decision. Correct. We need to be that guiding person and tell stories yeah. that encourage them to list and influence us yes. in our decision making. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know, we can't take for granted the process, the minute the ink dries on the agency agreement, what that next five to seven business days is going to look like. Yeah. So I find the agents getting the most listings at the moment, Troy, are the ones that are getting into the granular and getting into the minutiae around, okay, once this agreement gets signed today, the first thing I'm going to do is email it to your solicitor because I'm going to request a contract because by law I can't really show buyers or tell anyone about it until I get that. Mm -hmm. However, what I can do is get the photos done and what I'm going to do is talk to all my colleagues about it, make sure that they're talking to their VIP clients and then make sure that we've got all our buyers agents lined up ready to show as a VIP launch prior to the first open for inspection, right? Then I'm going to contact um, you know, some, some external agents that you've spoken to and have been through this house. I'm going to call them on your behalf and invite them to introduce buyers as well. And some agents might be thinking, why would you give away half your commission? I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? I've only got one intention in this whole process, and that's for my client to get the best price and have the best experience, right? So for me, I'm all about intent and all about the client's best interest at heart. That's the other nice thing about it. Regardless whether you're first, second, third in the listing presentation, you are constantly adding value. Yeah. And I think, again, that's another point that a lot of people seem to miss or overlook is once we've signed the agreement, we're high-fiving, we're walking yeah. away going, cool, we'll have that expectations or set to sell meeting mm. in a couple of days' time. Guys, that's no longer the new norm. The speed no. is the new currency in regards yeah. to getting things done and showing and displaying your value. I know, Adrian, you've got 37 points of difference yeah. that you always use in your listing presentations. Mm. So much to cover off, and I guess you know that's probably top line what else would you cover off we've spoken a little bit about the agenda yeah um, how else are you displaying uh, I guess your presence in the market and creating influence during that presentation I think you've got to have some obvious USPs or unique selling propositions okay so uh, and I think they fall into two vignettes or two buckets if you like one is why me why Adrian Bow, another one is why McGraw so in terms of why me, for me it was really easy, Troy, because it's like, hey, I'm going to act as your agent and your auctioneer, so there's a huge degree of intimacy with the buyers, the property and yourself, rather than an external auctioneer turning up, um, them getting paid win, lose or draw, and regardless of what it's sold for. So for me in my market, massive point of difference, right? Yeah. Next thing is, hey, let me tell you a little bit, Troy, about my personal values. The client's a bit like, wow, okay, no agent's spoken about that before. What, what do you mean by that, Adrian? Well, I just want to let you know what's important to me because we're going to link arms for the next 30 days yeah. and we're going to be speaking most days and we're going to be catching up at least two, three times a week at open houses and our face-to-face -face meeting. I just want to let you know what's important to me because what's important to me is, is going to filter through on this campaign. One is transparency. Two is communication. Three is honesty. Four is trust. And five is I need to like the people I'm working with, right? So they're all the personal traits that I'm going to bring in. Now let me tell you about Why McGrath. 400,000 buyers on our database. 95 offices which have one website, one database, one magazine. Um, you know, and then the list just goes on. And we've got a we've got a one pager with the Why McGrath and Why You. Yeah. But you need oh, that's something that Troy and I can't teach 
people that are listening or watching this, that's something that you need to have your own USP around. But the McGrath one is, is an easier one to sell compared to our competitors who may not have all the infrastructure, resources, training, technology and marketing that we do. Guys, absolutely. And the key activity that we cover off in Fast Track and those that have come through Fast Track recently would have done this activity, identify your three main competitors. Let's look at the three main competitors that you consistently go up against. What are they really good at? Yeah. Like, what are their strengths? What are they they outcompete us on a lot? And then what are they not so good at? Mm. Right? Because you want to tailor your presentation to really emphasize our strengths that maybe their weaknesses and also overcome any strength that they may have. So part of Adrian's USP was the fact that he was an auctioneer and an agent, and he had the support of a, a brand that had 30 years DNA mm. in the heartland of the eastern suburbs of Sydney. That's right. right. If you don't have that, what makes you unique? You know, it might be new energy. It might be your history. It might be your experience in a different industry. It might be connecting the dots with investors. It might be working as a Gen Y agent where all the other agents in your area are mature. It might be the Braden Walters scenario in Lennox Head. And we know that Braden watches this episode every single week of he's decided that he's going to do prospecting every single day and outpace the market. He's going to have speed as his USP, where a lot of the agents in that area are quite mature, they're quite content, they're very slow in their process. So guys, if you haven't done that activity yet, please just write down the strengths of your top three competitors and write down what they're not so good at and really focus your presentation because it's not necessarily just winning over the vendor, it's also outsmarting the competition by showing value. And again, it comes back to that point, Adrian, we need to be adding value in every single thing we do, whether that's sending in an email out and it's obviously raising the standards of what we do as a McGraw brand. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, look, I couldn't agree more, Troy, and, and really it gets back to the simplicity and the process. And in this market in particular, Troy, when we start to see some fluctuations, there's nothing more comforting than process. Yeah. Because you know that if you stick to that process like I did for you know over two decades, in fact, for the last decade, uh, had a 100% clearance rate, mm. and that was when prices were up and prices were down. Interest rates were up, interest rates were down. Um, so it, it's irrelevant, really, because we're a transaction business. Mm. We're not relying on whether the market's doing well or not so well, okay? But that's only because you've got a process to rely on that's comforting and that's very rewarding if you stick with it. Guys, the process will always set you free. Adrian, thank you so much. Guys, please replay this episode as many times as possible because what you said in regards to opinion of value, going through the process, doing the tour, absolute gold. Guys, if you take nothing else, episode number 22, highlight for me. Adrian, thank you again for coming to us and, and sharing your knowledge and IP that you've built over 25 years. Really enjoyed seeing you guys. More Q&A to come up next week, next Friday, episode 23. This is going to be uh, hopefully getting to that quarter of the century mark. Uh, guys, enjoyed seeing you. Good luck on the weekend. See you all again next week.